What is happening in Charlotte? Welcome back to another episode of Four Transplants and a Microphone. Today we are talking childhood nightmares, I mean childhood experiences, and how we came to be in Charlotte. We're recording today from the Fox and Hound Birkdale location. It is Christmas time as we record and it is absolutely bustling. They've got a skating rink up here, it's pretty cool. We've got a special guest today, a very special guest. And we'll let Brian introduce him, but we'll do some quick voice intros around the table. Jack Tompkins with Pineapple Consulting Firm. Brandon with Superior Data Solutions. Brian with Maine and Johnson, and I get to introduce my brother, Doug. So Woo. he's joining us today, visiting from Orlando. As you mentioned, we're recording here uh, right around Christmas time, so that makes a lot of sense. And uh, I didn't tell him that we were coming here to do this, so he put on the headset, <laughs> and uh, he's ready to roll. You want to say hi, Doug? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Great hi, job. Hi, Doug. <laughs> Step one. <Yeah. laughs> Got a hole in the box. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know there's nice skating. Uh. We all go in there afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like where I park to come here, I don't see anything of Burkdale other than the Fox and Hound. Yeah, yeah, you uh, go parking lot to here. There's that the, and the whole, total like, wine. I swear is all I see. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only alcohol locations. Because if we go skating, someone's going over the rink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doug doesn't know Brandon is an avid hockey player. Oh, was, but I'm sure out in that group it would still be is. Yeah, I'm sure I can get I, around the rink once or twice. <laughs> I think you could still spray some kids with snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's like the whole, in the middle of Burkdale, it's all, it's very little, like small town kind of a feel. Yep. And they have an ice skating rink. They've got this, I think they're building out like a little, it's not a concert venue, but it's like an outdoor, just like stage for yeah, your average performer. Have, yeah, like choir performances and stuff like Something that. Something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's kind of a neat little spot. But so, all right. So Doug, you're coming up in a very cold time of year yes. and leaving a warmer part of the country, which is pretty bold, but originally from Ohio, of course. Tell us about growing up with our uh, Wow, you're really Brian. just going at it. I mean, <laughs> well, so so the audience should know a little bit. Like, this is why I jump back in so I can take control of the conversation. Yeah, yeah smart. <laughs> Has he always been so, like this? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. So Doug is, Doug is uh, what, but like three and a half years my junior? Two and, two and, a, half. and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. That's right. So, yeah, so we were relatively close in age, but not like directly on top, you know, one year after the other or something like that. But they, the audience would know we're the Ohio representation, so... I never would have guessed that in the yeah. previous episode. Yeah, no, never comes not, up. Not once. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. No. We do this all day long. <laughs> oh, God, I just realized it's Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, Doug can make a comment on what it was like growing up, you know, as my younger brother. But, I mean, I'm sure he's pretty thankful that that was the case. Oh, yeah. You were the best brother ever. Yeah, see? Wow. It's the best one he ever had. Right. Is it the only one you ever had? Yeah, it's the funny. only one okay. I've ever had. Yeah. <clears throat> Coincidentally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell that to my kids all the time. I'm the best dad you ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't too bad. We got along pretty well, right? Yeah, I think that we there was just enough much. of like an age gap that it wasn't like our friends really overlapped, which is, that's where I kind of feel like well, that's I, I probably... I hung out with your friends a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, I but that like wasn't a big better. deal. Yeah, but it was like, it's not like you're, when you were, because you were a freshman when I was a senior. Yes. So like you were coming into high school when I was leaving. So, but yeah, you would know my friends a little bit more because... We had access to cars and stuff sooner, so they were always over. Right, know, some right. of them lived pretty close, but... Um, yeah, you yeah. didn't really know my friends all that well. Except when Vinnie Palmer pulled down the basketball hoop. That, I do remember that, but it wasn't worse than when Mike Mayfield pulled down the basketball hoop. <laughs> you guys should have yeah. got a different basketball hoop. <laughs> yeah, we had, <laughs> a very good one. Well, we, had, uh, we, had, we were one of the first ones to have the really like nice breakaway rims you know, on the backboard. Okay, so like yeah. we would have the hoop at like nine feet and just sit there and dunk on it all day long. But 
The problem was is that the rim was fine, but we just kept ripping it right off the backboard. <laughs> so that was the problem. <laughs> so, yeah, Mayfield was, he was actually a really good basketball player. He dunked it one time, held the rim, kept on going. The rim came right off the backboard, and he held on to it the whole time. <laughs> wow. Riding us down. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, Vinnie Palmer did it. Didn't he do it off a trampoline, though? He must have. He was pretty short. Yeah, I was going to say. It <laughs> I was like, you guys are dunking on 10 foot. But it was lowerable, <laughs> right? It was, like, adjustable? Yeah, but, well, no, not like the ones where you just, like, crank the height. It was adjustable because we had to sit there and swing it oh, right, up right, and down right. the post to get it lowered and raised. So, yeah, but we all kept, your friends were very tall. Yeah, and I, we kept it at 9 foot for me, not for anybody else. <laughs> yeah, like, one of my friends was 6 foot 9. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, he still is. Reach up yeah, yeah. still is. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and his brother, 6'9", younger brother. That's a weird Tom name. was in the same grade as you, right? Grade right below me, I think. Yeah, but yeah, it was, so yeah, made for an interesting game. When you play on 9-foot and somebody's already starting out at 7-foot like, <laughs> yeah. and they don't have to jump to goaltend. Yeah, they just set it in the basket. Right. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't think I ever had, <clears throat> like I had relatively tall friends growing up, and not 6'9". Yeah. Not a two 6'9-year-olds or 6'9". Yeah, I mean, yeah. far enough apart where they were never in high school together because okay. they missed by one year because okay, uh, okay. my friend was in my grade, and then his brother was a year younger than Doug. But, yeah, 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 it's just it, interesting. I mean, you really learned how to play basketball well when you were going to the hole and, like, the guy, you can't see the basket anymore, yeah. you know? <laughs> so That's funny because when I was growing up, anybody six foot was, like, freakishly tall. I don't know what it is about Southern California, but everyone's short as hell. Yeah, I mean, I was really? literally going to say, yeah. like, I don't consider myself short, but I was the shortest one that was out there. I mean, if you played, you and I, but, like, you know, Mike, Heath, Dave, yeah. they're all super tall. Heath was over six foot, right? And Mike was over six. So, like, I mean, they're, like, literally, and I'm, like, out there, like, I played point guard. Yeah. Because I was the short one. So, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you'd have Mark Price. <laughs> yeah, literally, I was Mark Price. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have thought Southern California was relatively yeah. short because, like, I, you know, the volleyball players and stuff that are all maybe that's just the people. They, that they, air time. Those are the ones that move out there, like yeah. for a yeah. volleyball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 They came from the Midwest and moved out to yeah. Yeah. Redondo right. Beach. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was thinking of. Actually, that that beach specifically. They're just seven a.m. to seven p.m. But I, I mean, I'm not joking. In our high school, I mean, I would say if you were under six foot, you were below average as a guy. Wow. Yeah. Moving, like I said, moving out here, everybody's fucking monster. Look at the dude just right there across the street. He's huge. <laughs> everybody's giant out there's here. Lot, yeah, they just duck to get in the doorway. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, men and women are very big and tall out here. Yeah. <laughs> that's where corn fed came from. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of tall folks, though, because, like, or a lot of my single friends would, like, go to the bar, and I'm tall for my friend group here, and I'm 5'11". And I'm like, they're like looking up to me like, holy crap, who's this guy? And they would go into the bar and be like five, seven and stuff. Be like, we have no shot here. Yeah. We'll yeah. just turn around. Call it a night. <laughs> they can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get the chance to tell them how much money I make because right. they're not going to care <laughs> yeah. for any other reason. Yeah. <laughs> they keep using me for an armrest. <laughs> <clears throat> well, even like when we had Russell, when he was on, I mean, you know, we've, it's come up. Even Russell would be the one to say like, he's the ogre. But like, I mean, he's what, six, five? Yeah, yeah, I, think so, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's tall. Yeah. Yeah. So. so when did you move to Orlando, Doug? I moved to Orlando in 2002. Okay. So 
So the full childhood was all yeah. uh, Ohio for both of you. Okay. Well, so yeah. what? Okay, so Doug and I can obviously talk about what like the childhood life was in the Midwest. Where was yours, Brandon? SoCal. SoCal. So what was growing up being a kid in SoCal like, especially like around Christmas? Warm. Like, did Santa really write? <laughs> were the Beach Boys right? And you know. <laughs> yes, run reindeer. No, it was. I mean, I don't know anything different. So like snow on the ground and Christmas was never going to be a thing. And there weren't Hallmark movies then to convince you that everywhere there's snow. No, yeah. none of that existed. It was very concrete. So yeah. it, I mean, it was a city Christmas. And, but I mean, as far as growing up there, we did all the same stuff, run the streets, do all that good stuff. Run the streets. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What were you running in the streets? Were you I mean, just being out, like, you know, you come home from school, <laughs> you literally drop your stuff off, grab your skateboard or bike, and you were gone till... Either your mom whistled and or the street lights came on, one of the two. That's when you came home. Yeah, it was but like I said, I've always said it's like weather was never a thing for us, so yeah. it was the yeah. same every day of the year. Like we didn't have yeah. big storms, nothing like that, like pretty much every day of the year. Maybe like ten days out of the year you'd have to play inside the school and stay inside the actual hallways because it was raining. Yeah. But uh, and even when it rained it was fifty, so that's funny because like if I Growing up in Connecticut, it was we would come home from school and it had been dark for two hours already. No, so <laughs> none of that. We were running the streets. <laughs> I don't know, but I, it was, was that because of detention or what? Yeah, <laughs> consistently detained. No, no, I mean, it would probably get dark right around when I got home, maybe a little bit after around like Christmas. I mean, time. literally, when was school like out at like 3 4 o'clock or yeah, okay, because I mean, we were like in Ohio, it was like 2 30 is when you were done. I think our high school was probably around 2.30, okay. but I always That's had sports practice of, and yeah. stuff, so you'd be done with I mean, it's school. hard for me to recall anything before high school, but, I mean, you're just going back five, six years. Oh, so yeah, so. this is last week, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that earliest it would get dark, even at the <clears throat> shortest point of the year, would be 5.30, yeah. 5.45. Well, and, I mean, literally that. yesterday was the longest night of the year, you know, yeah. like... Yeah. But yeah, I do remember that. But I mean, we always had like whatever your practice was after school. So I mean, I do remember getting home and in the winter it would be getting dark, but not like just getting out of school and it being dark. So but okay. I, again, my reference is high school, which I'm pretty sure we were 230 or 240 or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, because yeah. remember being at like practice at like three, you know, okay. already dressed and ready to go. So, OK, that was, that's probably what I'm thinking of then, because school probably got out like school schools probably on 230 as well. But then whatever sport I had that day, we'd practice for an hour and change, get dressed and stuff after. So I'd probably be leaving in the wintertime. Actually, wintertime was hockey, too. So we'd have to drive there. And that's a bigger like take the gear off kind of thing. So we'd get home at 536 and it's definitely dark yeah. in the wintertime then. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, got to steam down for exactly. <laughs> what, to get your yeah. gear off. <laughs> what, yeah. So, I mean, you and I, Doug, all have different like versions of Ohio. But like, what do you remember, like childhood-wise, like Ohio? Like, what sticks out? I don't know. I think I think it's sort of like the idyllic version, like especially around this time of year of like Christmas and stuff. You know, because being in Florida for twenty years, you sort of have to like make your like Christmas get yourself holiday. into the Christmas mood. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like 75. Yeah. And I have seen pictures of people decorating palm trees <laughs> with lights, and that doesn't always look good. But, yeah. but growing up those? in Ohio, like, yeah. yeah. The corona commercials it, do it well, but yeah. outside of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny because, like. Look like big mushrooms. <laughs> like, Mansfield's like a small town. Yeah. Right? But growing up there, I didn't think of it as a small town because it's all I knew. Yeah. You know? But 
then moving to Columbus and, of course, Orlando, you kind of go, oh, you go back and you're like, wow. Yeah, it is it's small really, at that point. And a lot of hills. Yeah. Not yeah, well. hills anymore. <clears throat> yeah, that was something coming out here. I was like, there are no land contours. <laughs> it is, like, flat as hell. And You think this is flat? Yes. Oh, coming wow. from... Yeah, well, yeah, you're, yeah. you're think, near the mountains and yeah. stuff. Well, people don't realize that Southern California has a gigantic mountain range running yeah, right yeah. near the middle of it, San Gabriel Mountains. So Mount Baldy was 10,600 feet, and yeah. it's right there. I mean, it's 30 minutes away. Yeah. When we would go hike, you'd drive 20 minutes to get to the base of the trail, and you would hike up to Mount Wilson, which is where all the antennas are for all of all the TV TVs, stations. Yeah. yeah. And the Mount Wilson Observatory where Hubble did all his observations. All, the, all that stuff was done right there. And then you have the mountain behind that, which is another 5,000 feet above it. So <clears throat> no matter where you were in Southern California, that was north. So you knew wherever you were, you could look over and see north and know where to go. Yeah, I remember you saying that because like, whenever you're driving, like here we've complained about like Charlotte is like tilted. It's a grid in uptown, but outside of that, there's no real like consistent direction. But you were saying in SoCal, there's always the mountains. You can always kind of ground yourself. Yeah, you of, can see them from anywhere. Exactly. The mountains are on one side. That means the ocean's on the other. And now I can kind of know where I'm going. We don't really have that here. Yeah, I mean, aside from the kind of slanting coast, you can, you'd find your way north or south. You'd either end up in Mexico or the mountains. So. Well, and Doug's right, though, because like we didn't have the mountains. But everywhere you went, like the roads were going up a grade, down a grade, up. Like, I mean, you were, there wasn't like, oh, over there are the hills. It was like, you're always in them. And we had a road that was near a Straub Road. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Near where we grew up. And this thing was like, like one of these roads that like, if you came over that hill doing like 45 miles an hour, you were Ferris Bueller in it, like in the air, like with, you know, Star Wars theme playing, like as you're doing it. But you go down that hill, like in the winter, there were so many times, and literally there was a house, it was a T intersection. And there was a house across the street from this intersection. Yikes. How many times a car would end up in their front porch? Yeah, because I remember they, that. A drunk driver just came flying yep. out and hit the telephone pole. Hit, yeah. That was like if he wouldn't have hit the pole, he would have drove us. through their living room. And, like, you'd see this road, and it's like, I mean, where we were at, like, you got snow all the time. Like, a lot of it. And, I mean, maybe not quite as much as, like, Cleveland on the lake, but, I mean, every winter we had good amounts of snow. So you'd have snow and ice, and you'd have every... It, like every winter, there'd be a couple accidents in just that one intersection right by our house. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that actually. So, Cleveland is obviously you guys are Browns fans. Like, yeah. right. Cleveland is the more known, but like, Ohio is bigger than I realized for sure. Now that I've met way too many people from Ohio that have all moved down here, they're You're all welcome. from like different areas. Yeah. How was? So where did you actually go, grow up? It's Mansfield and then Columbus. Well, so, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say Man, Mansfield is where we grew up, and it's. Basically, right in between Columbus and Cleveland. Cleveland's right on to the north, right Columbus on the highway. Right. I definitely don't know the highways in Ohio. Yeah, I know, but, <laughs> but for all of our Ohio yeah. fans, the two of you guys okay. that are listening, seventy-one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Cleveland is more towards the lake, and Columbus yes. is more southern. Columbus yeah. is close to being like right in the middle of the state. Okay, it's close. Okay, and we were a little closer to Columbus, but you know. There were no pro teams. Right. Especially at the time. Yeah. I don't know when okay. the Blue Jackets. So, yeah, so Columbus is the capital, but it had Ohio State, and then there, were, there was Cincinnati and Cleveland, and they were the two biggest cities, and they were far enough apart that you could have – there's enough people in Ohio where both of them had really good fan bases, but it left Columbus kind of stuck because 
then Columbus became the biggest city in the state and they don't have any pro teams because you're not gonna have three football teams like right. that close. And so they kind of had Ohio State, but then when we added sports teams that we didn't in Ohio already have, like the Blue Jackets for hockey, and then was it the crew? What yeah, I don't know, yeah, MLS the crew. team. Or the Columbus yeah. crew. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. those two teams came into Columbus because they were the best choice, and they'll probably be Ohio's only teams because they're right in the middle. So now everybody in Ohio would follow those teams gotcha. if they're going to be a homer. Well, when it's funny, my father-in-law, he grew up in southern Ohio, so much closer to Cincinnati, but he's a Browns fan because the Bengals didn't exist when he was a kid, but okay. he's a Reds fan. Not because a they did. Indians or Guardians fan, yeah. Gotcha. It's funny. Okay. All right. A-, a ton of people are younger people are Ducks fans opposed to Kings fans. Yeah. They're like, why aren't you a Ducks fan? I was like, the Ducks didn't exist when I was 18. Like, they weren't a team. Your formative years to root for a team, I mean, depending on if, like, all of us being guys, like, if our fathers rooted for a team, there was a point in time where we chose to root for his team or we chose something else. Right. Yeah. And even, like, L.A., it was... Dodgers. They were, Angels were really secondary. They were barely. A, and then over the years, I was always a Dodger fan. And I don't know, when I started paying for my own tickets and everything, I started going more into Angel games. I'm like, yeah, this is way better. <laughs> it's way cheaper, way easier to get in. And they got better. They did get better. They're doing all right this offseason, too. They're not doing great, but they're not, you know. Well, at least they're not mathematically eliminated yet. Right. <laughs> that usually takes the first two or three weeks of right. the season, and then they're eliminated. You're keeping Trout and Otani. That's and Rendon. That's there's something. Well, what were the like? I mean, if you were to describe the big takeaway from like where you were in your childhood, like where you grew up, what would that be that people would want to recognize? Because I mean, not everybody's from where you're at, but a lot of people that listen here that are in Charlotte are not from Charlotte. So they've got their own version of it. But like, Brandon, like what's the one big thing? Like whether Christmas or just childhood? It's hard to say because it's almost unrecognizable. When I go back, it's not where I grew up. The whole landscape is a thousand percent different than what, I mean, it's why I moved. One of the reasons. So it's just not the same place. So it's hard to say, oh, if you go back, you can, I mean, the beach, that's about it. (laughs) You know, you had the West Coast beaches, but. right. Other than that, I can't. San Diego would be one of the things that, you know, if you get a chance to go, it's a really cool spot. Of course, Disneyland and all those fine places. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We've got a Disney competition at the table. Yeah, I'm not not married to it. It was just close. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what about you, Jack? Like, what about Connecticut? Yeah, it was really just looking forward to summer. That was, honestly, that's probably the biggest thing that I remember from childhood. And I grew up in a very small, touristy New England town. And when I go back now, sure, there's like a couple new restaurants and stuff, but... It's pretty much the exact same, very different from Brandon's. And I, a lot of that's on purpose because it's a New England town. It's supposed to feel like that. It's a big tourist town. We have an actual recreation of a seaport. It's called the Mystic Seaport from like the 1800s and stuff. And that's obviously like a specific place, but the whole town kind of resembles that. And the house that I grew up in was one of the youngest houses. It was built in like 1920 or 1930 or something like that. Right. Everybody else had houses that were 1600s, 1500s, and they had, like, names of the people that had lived there that were, like, pirates from 300 years ago and stuff. And so, like, you're not going to knock any of that down. I'd say, like, 90% is some, like, historical protection, and I'm completely making that up, but I would believe it. He is our facts guy. I I might have to fact check myself. We haven't done a jack of fact in quite a bit. Um, (laughs) You say it like that's why we don't do it. But, I I mean, it was fun to just, like, go downtown and 
you didn't really want to do that in the winter because it was the winter and it was freezing. And the only time that we like consistently hung out with friends and went out and did stuff was during the summer. Right. So all of that, school aside, was just kind of looking forward to summer. And I will say the one thing that we were saying about the small, that is one of the cool things about here, even like Mooresville, but almost any town has it. Like Christmas, you can go to the Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. Had a Christmas parade, like one city would have one, but you had to get there three days ahead of time and camp out for four days. Yeah, to, tailgate. And- yeah, make sure that, you know, had a spot that we could actually see the parade. Right. This is, you can show up, you know, 30 minutes before the parade. The whole town comes out, all the businesses have a float. Right. <laughs> Whether it's a truck with their banner on it, but those kind of things are cool, you know, like Christmas and it's a Davison. Those are cool. Like all that kind of stuff is all small town that I'd never really, right. that I never experienced. I mean, we had 10 million people in 10 square miles. So. Pretty small town. Well, yeah. in like, is you, so, I mean, we'll give Doug a chance too, but like, what about like Ohio? What are your, what would be your takeaway? From I would that? say probably the people. I sort of, you know, there's like a Midwest thing. And in Florida, it's funny, like most of our good friends that we hang out with in Florida are from the Midwest, either from Cincinnati or Cleveland. You just sort of gravitate towards, like, it's, I don't want to say that people are friendlier because people are friendly in Florida, but I don't know. There's just like a Midwest thing about it. <laughs> For those Interesting. Interesting. So, oh, so <laughs> Ohio are the best people, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't know. Wow, you have not explored much outside of Ohio, <laughs> no, have you? <laughs> well, I would say half the people in Orlando are from either Michigan or Ohio anyway. Okay, so yeah. It's, it's kind of... Well, and I, mine would have been similar to Jack's, which is like, I always just remember that like, like down here when it gets to summer in Charlotte, like there are people that like dread it because it's gets hot enough. Right. Now it's not quite as hot as like Orlando, but it gets hot enough that people are like, I just want the summer to be over with. I don't ever remember that being the case in Ohio. Right. It was always like, I can't wait to get to summer. And even when it was like, cause it would get in the nineties, but you were just like, who cares? It's yeah. the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll it's go out, get burnt, and then figure out the next day. It's, yeah. It's not miserably cold. Yeah. Like, finally. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for the kids at school in Florida because they get out for summer break, and it's, like, miserable. Right. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. go outside. And, like, all the nice time of year, like, now. You're in school. Yeah, right. you're in school. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. It's kind of a bummer. That. They should sort of switch it, but. And, yeah. like, I mean, the sheer number of, like, snow days that you'd have, like, and I mean, oh, that was we would fun. get we would get nervous because like they only did like you got five, right? Then you had to make them up, and right. like nobody wanted to be making them up in the end of May. Yep. Except know? there was one year where we like we were off for like a month almost. Yeah. And I think they just had to like give up. They at some point said like we can't keep the kids in here till June, you know, thirtieth. So <laughs> yeah. school's gonna start in a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta get you out to get the next group in. Uh, but the Ohio motto: Ah, we gave up. Yeah. <laughs> eh, screw it. Well, I have a friend that lives in South Dakota. His high today is negative nine with a wind chill of negative 44. Oh, my goodness. Just feel like if any time you have to say the high and negative in the same expression, yes. like yeah. that should not be a place that's inhabited by people. Yeah. yeah. It made my Unless just saying it you're out really loud. furry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would be wearing pants there, just so you yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> so there is a limit. Okay. It's about 20-ish. Well, we wow. got to put pants on. Wow. <laughs> Brandon is Donald ducking as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in it. Yeah. 
All right, you want to take us out? Sure. Thank you again to the the Fox and Hound in Burkdale. So. If I had a perfect day, I would have it start this way. Open up the fridge and have a tall boy. Yeah. Then I'd meet up with.